Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the device and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 30 and 31, verses 1 through 6, beginning on page 374. I will magnify thee, O Lord, for thou hast set me up, and not made my foes to triumph over me. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. Thou, Lord, hast brought my soul out of hell. Thou hast kept my life, that I should not go down into the pit. Sing praises unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks unto him for remembrance of his holiness. For his wrath endureth but the twinkling of an eye, and in his pleasure is life. Heaviness may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be removed. Thou, O Lord of thy goodness, hast made my hill so strong. Thou didst turn thy face from me, and I was troubled. Then cried I unto thee, O Lord, and gat me to my Lord right humbly. What profit is there in my blood, when I go down into the pit? Shall the dust give thanks unto thee, or shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. Thou hast turned my heaviness into joy. Thou hast put off my sackcloth, and girded me with gladness. Therefore shall every good man sing of thy praise without ceasing. O oh my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. In thee, O Lord, have I put my trust. Let me, let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thy ear to me. Make haste to deliver me. And be thou my strong rock and house of defense, that thou mayest save me. For thou art my strong rock and my castle. Be thou also my guide and lead me for thy name's sake. Draw me out of the net they have laid privily for me. For thou art my strength. 
Into thy hands I commend my spirit, for thou hast redeemed me, O Lord, thou God of truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. He began at the seventh verse of the fourth chapter of Wisdom. But the righteous man, though he die early, will be at rest. For our old age is not numbered for length of time, nor measured by number of years. But understanding is gray hair for men, and blameless life is ripe old age. There was one who pleased God and was loved by him, and while living among sinners, he was taken up. He was caught up lest evil change his understanding, or guile deceive his soul. For the fascination of wickedness obscures what is good, and roving desire perverts the innocent mind. Being perfected in a short time, he fulfilled long years, for his soul was pleasing to the Lord. Therefore he took him quickly from the midst of wickedness. Yet the people saw and did not understand, nor take such a thing to heart, that God's grace and mercy are with his elect, and he watches over his holy ones. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden, for behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, I hope, in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here we get at the 59th verse of the seventh chapter of Acts. Then they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Now Saul was consenting to his death. At that time, a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. Therefore those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed, and there was great joy in that city. Here ended the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people, Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O Lord, that in all our sufferings here upon earth for the testimony of thy truth, we may steadfastly look up to heaven and by faith behold the glory that shall be revealed. And being filled with the Holy Ghost, may learn to love and bless our persecutors by the example of thy first martyr, St. Stephen, who prayed for his murderers to thee, O blessed Jesus, who standest at the right hand of God to succor all those who suffer for thee, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and has at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, for whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness we beseech thee, O Lord, and by the great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Um, just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. Um, I think it's always important in that we're always reminded through the church calendar of we're entering into the season of, of Christmas tide, and it's a time of great joy and rejoicing. But then we, the day after Christmas, we, we immediately remember St. Stephen, the first martyr that all of our joy is always tempered by the reality that we still have to contend with the brokenness of the world and the, the fallen nature of humanity. That, that no, not only outside of ourselves, but within ourselves as well, we are still have the capacity to sin even though we have been regenerated in our baptism and have received the fullness of Christ 
it's always a struggle to combat our fall nature. And it's always going to be, we're always going to be confronted with that within ourselves and outside ourselves with the, the world at large. And so it's always instructive to, to hear these stories and to receive these stories and make these stories our own to, in some small way, to try to make S Stephen's story our story. You know, he's, he was a young man and here he is up against all the forces of the world standing against him. Everything that he had been brought up to believe, he's standing there at the temple, essentially, the place where heaven and earth meet. And is being accused by the religious authorities, these people that were supposed to be God's representatives on earth. And he is confronted in a real way with their hatred of everything that he is and everything that he stood for. And he is remains steadfast and remains true to Jesus Christ. And here we see in the story that he's at the place where heaven and earth were supposed to meet and it no longer does that, it no longer fulfills that function. And it's him who receives this vision of the heavens opening and Jesus standing at the right hand of the, the throne of glory, standing up for him. In the small way in which he stands up for Jesus, he realizes that Jesus is truly standing up for him and he stands up for everyone. And in Christ, his church, his people, the body of Christ is the new temple. So we see that here where it's not the the temple at Jerusalem that is the place where heaven and earth meet. It's St. Stephen where heaven and earth meet. He receives this, this vision and can remain strong in the face of this cruelty. And all of the cruelty of humanity is visited upon him at this moment. And he remains true to Christ, not only proclaiming Christ as Lord, but also he in a small way, does what all we all hope to be, is to be manifest Christ's love. So he does not condemn them. He wants them to be redeemed. And we know from history that one person there is redeemed. It's Saul who becomes St. Paul. And he is eventually redeemed through this thing. And so that's something that we always have to remember is how our own witness, our own steadfastness does not just affect ourselves, but affects those around us. And, and the people who hate us today may turn around and come and be changed. And that's always our hope and our, our fervent desire for other people is that they be changed and turn from their wickedness and live. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590, and we'll take a moment to call to mind our own prayers and intercessions.
Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better mind. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us this, this evening. I uh, hope you have a great night and a great start to your Christmas time. You too. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Good night. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you.